I went to the Leverets and we spoke about last week. Last week I just ex- we gave the definitions, the difference between uh, Av and Yira, the difference between deterrent and motivation. Now, so we find that when the Torah punishes us because the Etim, the Torah's Indian is to create a deterrent, we don't understand the deterrent, the real deterrent, then at least Hashem will give us a deterrent. We do understand. And now we said we're doing the same thing. If you don't understand, if the child doesn't understand a real reason for stopping doing what he's doing, right? Okay, so we'll have to create a deterrent that he can that he can relate to. Now, I want to work more on this, he said. And that is, uh, it's, it is important to talk about this, even though right now what you spoke about was more like physical things, which is my responsibility to protect my child. Uh, I have examples like he wants to do something dangerous, he wants to do something which could hurt himself or hurt other people, whatever it's going to be. So it's not really yet talking about the chinuch level of doing a virus. We haven't got there, we're still talking about little kids. But uh, what is important to talk about now, and that is the right way to, let's say, give a deterrent that is not going to have a negative effect. In other words, I don't want my kid to think of me as being someone who's always punishing him. I don't want it to be, to ruin, so to speak, a relationship. I don't want to traumatize him for life that his parents are always have to get him or to beat him up, whatever the case is. And therefore, if, I, if one has to get to the stage where it's necessary to provide a deterrent, and it is because you, you can't let your kids hurt themselves or, or do things which are dangerous to them or other people, so it's necessary to provide a deterrent, what's the way to provide a deterrent in a way which, at the one hand, you threaten punishment, but at the other hand, it's not going to inflict, uh, so to speak, any kind of trauma or long-term damage relationship when you have to punish. When you have to punish. Okay, so once again, we'll take our cue from the Torah. We'll take a cue from the Torah, and uh, there are a number of important principles to keep in mind. I, I like to think of it as six principles. Um, there's quite a lot of points to remember, but okay, I'm trying to think of the kind of a good Rashi Tevis. I don't know, we'll think about that at the end. But in the meantime, six points, six points to bear in mind, and that is how to make a deterrent effective without making it something which is destructive. Okay, number one. Apostle says Meicha. The Bible says in Eicha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't do bad or good. HaKadosh from the one up most high, HaKadosh Baruch Hu loitates HaRos Hatev. And therefore, Why should a person complain what happened to him? It's a result of your own aver. Right. And this is the first to say. Right. Even if Hashem, we get punished, Right, the Hashkaf isn't you look at Hashem and say, Hashem, you really, you, you, you had it in for me, you punished me, you, whatever. And I feel that, like, you know, like, like Hashem's out to get me, so to speak, or like he's, it's being unfair. Right? The way we look at, or we're meant to look at least, and Lobby teaches us to look, the way we look at being punished is its consequence. Gever achatov, you did it to yourself. This is the system, this is the ma'alikh. If you're going to do that wrong, this is what's going to happen to you. So it's not like HaKadosh Baruch now decided I'm going out to punish you. It's Be'atim, it's self-inflicted. You did it to yourself. The, the way to make it work is it's very clear Merosh. If you, this, you do this, then this is the consequence. If you do this, this is the consequence. And now you did it. So that's the consequence. It's like, don't take yourself into the thing, I'm punishing you for what you did. Right? It's nothing to do with me. I told you that if you do this, this is what happens to you. Okay, so that's the consequence. That's what happens. Next time, don't do it. And, what, and then even if I'm going to have to be the one to administer the consequence, but the way I'm going to do it is in the same way. That this, 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 this is what happened. This is what you did. This is what happened. I'm very sorry. It's like it, I didn't want it to happen, but you know, this is, that's what you do, and that's what happens next. 
I'll give you an example. And this is not even a khilaf point, it's just like a basic understanding point. Right? Let's say your kid does something stupid and he hurts himself. So he comes crying to you that he hurt himself. Right? For example, he was jumping up and down on the table and he fell off and he hurt his head. Right? So now he comes crying, it's like the injustice of the world that he has a sore head. Right? So what's the way to deal with it? So the odds my parents will go together, the kid and they'll hit the table or hit the floor and like, you naughty floor, you hurt my kid or whatever it's going to be, right? That's not, that's not going to help him. It's not going to help him now and it's not going to help him in the future. The way to deal with it is, I'm very sorry, but that's what happens when you jump on the table. You jump on the table, you're going to fall off and you're going to get hurt. It's not like someone came to punish you. you know, next time they jump on the table, you won't get hurt. Now again, if a kid's not old enough to understand that, one year old, two year old maybe, then there's no point going through the, going through the explanation with him. But if a kid is old enough to understand that, he knows he did something which you, you can explain to him. If you do this, this is what happens. It's, it's very sad, I'm sorry, you hurt yourself, but what can we do? Next time, don't do it. Right? Don't make it that I'm punishing for what you did, or that circumstances are punishing, whatever it's going to be. You did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. And if I make the rules clear enough, whatever my rules are going to be, so then if it goes against the rule, again, remember, I said last year, it has to match the crime. I can't just be random punishment. It has to match what he did. Right? So, for example, if he throws his toys at the baby, I take the toy away. Right? If he, can't, if he hurts other people with toys, then we lose the toys. It's, it's a consequence. Oh, you threw this away. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what we have to do now. Right? And the point, the way I come across is not, I'm angry, I'm punishing you. It's a matter of fact. That's, that's what happens. You do this, that's what happens. And therefore, a, a child is old enough to understand consequence. That if, this, if you do this, then that's what happens. There's a sequence. So then he's not going to blame you for what happened because it's nothing to do with you. He did it. And that's what happens when he does it. Just like if he decides he ran into the wall and he hurt himself, he's not going to blame you that he has a sore head or he bruised his arm. You can explain to him, that's consequence, that's what you do, that's what happens. Okay, next time I have to be careful. If I manage to present things in the same way, then, again, I've, I've, I've made the deterrent clear, and it's something which he understands, at least I present to him, so listen, if this is what you do, what can we do? That's that, that's what happened to you. I'm very sorry it happened to you. I really would have wished you didn't do it, but if that's what you're doing, then this is the consequence that happens next, with one caveat, one warning point, and that is, a kid has to be old enough to understand it. A child is too young to understand cause and effect. There's no point going through it with him. Right? And each child is different, but let's say a one-year-old, or sometimes even a two-year-old, they're too young to understand this. They can't understand that why, they, because of what they did, you, what's one with the other? They don't follow the, the sequence of what you're doing. A child that young is not doing it. It's a waste of time. You're not gaining anything. Because all they know is what you did to them now. They don't realize that it was caused what happened before. It's only when a child's old enough to be able to, you can explain to them. This brings to that. And you'll see it because you'll get the little child who's just learning how to walk or to climb, whatever it is, and he'll fall off the bed and hurt himself. And you'll think, well, he's done climb the bed. But two minutes later, he climbed the bed again and falling off again and hurting himself again. He still doesn't, he doesn't understand why he keeps doing this to himself. Right? Because well, why does he keep getting hurt? Because he doesn't understand the consequence that because of this, that's why it happened. And he doesn't see the relationship. If a child is at that stage, that they aren't old enough to understand there's a sequence, this brings to that, then they're too young to be, to be trained. I have to make sure they don't let themselves. I have to keep him off the bed because he is hurting himself. But he, he isn't yet old enough to be explained that don't do this because that's what happens next. Now, this natural consequence, like the cases I gave now, he hurts himself. It's consequence which I'm going to impose the consequence. But again, it's presented to him as this is what happens. If this is what you do, this is what happens. And the chachma is one second thing. And the chachma is that when I'm going to present the consequence, it's not completely a matter of fact way of dealing. It's not that I'm coming to punish you, I'm all angry at you. That's what happens. You did this. Okay, so this is the consequence. Yeah. I agree. The second that he hurts himself is not the time now to 
to try and give him lessons, right? To be gathered that don't try Maratza Besar's Kaisa. Now is not the time to do it. But when he comes down to it, so now you want to gain something from the experience. Right? So now the thing to tell him is, why did that happen to you? Right? Why, why, why do you get hurt? Because this, you did this. Okay, so now you, if you do that, that's what happens. What can we do? Right, next, be careful. Okay, so that's uh, the first look at The first look at is consequence. And like I said, the, the, the important point here is is that it has to come first. Just like the terrorist says, you aren't managed Adam can materium. Right? The same thing happens with Pilates here also. You can't give a punishment unless you're warned first, which means that you've built as a consequence for this. And if a kid did that something he never thought he would do, right? But they're really angry when he did it, right? Now's not the time to punish for it. That's not fair. Right? This wasn't something that Kilo yet you've built first the system that if you do this, this is what's going to happen to you. Right? It could be because I never thought he would do it. But now that he did, so why are you punishing me? Just because you're angry, because you're trying to get me back. It doesn't work, right? And you have to always build the, use the system first. And therefore, the, the first time, yes, uh, it breaks your cell phone or whatever it is. Right? So you, you, that wasn't in the system of something that you built a, a, a horror for you. You built that. If you do this, that's what's going to happen. So now, so now to, to punish in that stage is the atom. It's not just not fair, it's also not productive. Because it doesn't come across as that I did something wrong, therefore this is what happens to me. It's that you, kind of, you decided to punish me, and that's what you're trying to avoid. But it's like a toy. Again, and then to any comes here. The same rule applies here also. Okay, so that's our first thing that is causing consequence. The second point, one second. The second point, which is a corollary of this, we're going to six, is number two. They both started to see, so that's the first way to remember the first two. Consequence is consistency. If you're going to make a consequence work, it has to be consistent. Right? Because otherwise, it's not a consequence anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yes, every time he falls off the table, he's going to hurt himself. Every time he runs into the wall, it's going to hurt. He's going to bang his head. Mm-hmm. Fine, it's consistent. That's a rule I can work with. But if that's the case, if you're going to make other rules, right, then they have to be consistent also. Because otherwise, it's not a consequence anymore. If sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, then it's not a consequence. So when you decide to punish me, you do this. When you don't decide to punish me, you don't do that. So then that's you doing it to me. Whereas if it's something which, that's what happens, then it has to happen every time, right? And therefore, if I'm going to make rules, make, make sure it's something which I can apply consistently. Uh, it's a, maybe it's a double partial inspire, but it's an important point to be said. And that is that a rule which I'm not going to be able to enforce consistently is better not to give. It's better not to make, if I can't, if, I, if there's no way I can enforce this rule on a consistent basis, but there are clouds, there's no point making it. Just like in any country, right? In Munavadim also, just like in any country, you can't legislate laws which you can't, which you have no way of enforcing. Right? So it's like making a segar on Purim. Right? There's no point. You can't enforce it. It's impossible. So don't even try. All you're going to do is make people have Aryanim without being able to do anything about it. It's the same thing. If there's, a law, if there's something you want your children to do which you have no way of enforcing, right? or and I'm going to get even another point, you can't enforce consistently. Then the master, the master is not. It's better, normally it's better not to make rules like that. Okay, so the first one, therefore, the first point is consequence, and the second one is consistent consequence. If you do that, this is what happens. And uh, we made it, then it comes across as not something I'm doing to punish. It's something which is very, I'm very unhappy that this happened to you that you have to get punished. But the master, that's what happens. What can we do? That's what happens. That's that's the result. Here also. Another point, and this is uh, also, I can't punish for the effect, I have to punish for the action. Right? If, if I don't like what the child is doing, then I can't punish him for what happened as because of that. 
If I say don't throw things at your baby brother or sister, so then the throwing is wrong. Whether it hits or doesn't hit doesn't isn't the point. Right? The point is if he got hurt, then then I'm punishing. If he didn't, I didn't. He did the same thing wrong. So I can't base the punishment or base the, the what I'm going to do based on the effect. It has to be based on the mindset that he did. Right? And I'm, I'm managing the mindset that that's what he did wrong and that's what I have to deal with. To say that you know that it, it's because something went wrong this time. Oh, now it's not worse. Right? That's wrong. I give you a I give you a A lot of people are make a mistake. Right? And then let's say you have one two-year-old kid and one baby, and the two-year-old wants to hold the baby. Do you let the two-year-old hold the baby? So that's a, maybe it's a it's a question. Each family will be different. But let's say, let's say you don't want the two-year-old to hold the baby. You don't think he's old enough, responsible enough. You don't want the two-year-old to hold the baby. But let me say, you see, very often he does hold the baby. And he turns blind, he doesn't say anything. And one time he drops the baby. And now he at the game. Who told you? Not, you know how to hold the baby? Who told you can hold the baby? It's, but he didn't do it all day. And let you let him do. And now he dropped, He didn't try to drop the baby. That was a mistake. If you're going to say the pro- there was a problem here, the problem was that you let him hold it. But if that's the case, you have to be consistent. Whether he's dropping the baby or not, don't let him hold the baby. And if you see him holding the baby, then that needs the consequence, whatever you decide the consequence is going to be. Right? You can't decide that when he, when he did the wrong thing and nothing happened, it's okay. Or when he did the wrong thing and now something else went wrong, now you're going to punish. That's, that's, that's another thing. It's not consistent. If it's not consistent, he's not going to learn I can't hold the baby because half the time I hold the baby, it's fine. Right? So then what are you teaching him? It's very hard to... If it's something which you, tucky is important, then you're going to, even after a long day, you're going to have to put it into effect. Right? If, if, if I've told my children, my kid, don't climb over the bars and then repress it, yeah. at the end of the long day, it's climbing over the bars, whatever my conscience is going to be, I'm going to have to apply it now too. That is, if it's tucky is something I'm worried about, it is dangerous, then I have to be consistent with that. Okay, so those are our first two rules. Now, next point. Next point. And this is, this is, the Pasha is more easy. It goes without saying, but I'm going to say it now just because it's part of the natural progression of what I've said so far. You know, there's no Chedesh over here. And that is, uh, any safe or any Makhanik and Chinuk, we always have the same result. And that is, if you're going to apply a penalty or a discipline or a consequence of whatever's been done, never out of anger. Never have anger because that comes across as I'm punishing you. It comes across as because I'm angry, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm fighting back, so to speak. Right? In a case like that, you have to think of it from the child's point of view. Like, you know, even a little child, what does he see happening to him? Right? So, for example, if you're talking about something like, okay, this, this is what happens, this is what you do, that's what happens. So then, okay, so hopefully he'll understand, he'll take the responsibility for himself. I did this, and therefore, um, this will happen to me. That's what we want to happen. That's what you want to happen. That's the what we're going to call. It's a little bit too young for that, but we're going to call a bit later down the line self-discipline. And that is, he knows for himself. If I do this, this is what happens to me. So I won't do it, right? But if he doesn't see it like that, it's, it's other of it. It's because I just my, then my parents are screaming, shouting, going crazy, whatever it is. Then he sees it as kilo. They punish me because whatever they're upset about something, or they're angry about something. So then it's looked at as it's, it's kilo. Maybe by the child, not so much, but definitely by an older child, it's their problem. But because they got angry, that's why they're punishing me. And therefore, besides the fact that it's, it, it, it's not effective, it also has a negative, a negative effect to it. And that is that, we, that the, the child feels that it's clearly unfair punishment. It's unfair punishment. And just because they were angry, that's, I listened to make them angry, and that's why they lashed out against them, fought back. Right? And therefore, and therefore, if a person wants to, wants to apply whatever the terrorist is going to do, it has to be in a matter-of-fact way. This is what you do. This is what happens. The, the anger doesn't add anything. It's just my, my mood. Next. Is there a possibility of children? 
איזה פס בריא את שבע? סנסי סנסי, שבע. זה כסף למצאי, אז איזה פס בריא את שבע? So this we see from our Kaddish Baruch also, and that is 100%. 100%. Right? The, whatever a person has done wrong, you can do Shavu. I'll give the Kach, the Poyz, and the Revere, and the Chasasev, and others ask the question, why isn't Shavu working better? Right? A person, just like if a person is Mechal HaShabbos, and he's Mishayrat, and he's a proper Shavu, then he's part of him Kores. Even if HaShabbos brings the Kores, a person is a proper Shavu, and HaShem will let him off the Kores. So why isn't it working better? Well, I'm basically going to kill him whether he's a chivah or not. It's not fair. He's a chivah. Why doesn't it work? The three answers in the Akhrainim. Right? But, uh, the three answers in the Akhrainim. The one is uh, that only a Kodesh Brochah knows if a person is doing real chivah or not. Right? The other one is with Mulam Dish, and there is any Sophic Moetzi with Ivanai. And he valid it, there is a Sophic with the chivah, so it's not Moetzi from the Chazak that we did before. Okay. It's the same as Mulam Dish explanation on the same side. Right? But uh, all, all the other halach is that based on trusted with carrying with Beatur and Kribechel, and therefore they have to deal with what we see as being Ra. Whereas the Kodesh Baruch understands that the person will buy the Ra from himself as a Muslim of children. Right. Now, when you deal with a child, you're not coming in the class of the best thing. You aren't instructed to buy the Ra. On the contrary, you want, you want to train your child. And therefore, Shiva works. Except the question is how. It can't be like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then, you know, because uh, at Kadei Kaf, we also understand that if it's not real true, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> What's the Mahalik that's going to work? What's the Mahalik that's going to work? And that is, if you see, then the Gemara says this. The Gemara says that it's a Gemara condition, that if a child says, uh, I'm expecting people, uh, deserve the punishment for what I did wrong, you know, a dumb punishment, it's a Gemara condition. And uh, the aside then is, is that if it's that clear to me what the consequence is going to be, that the child already suffers, kilo, he knows what's going to happen to him. So he comes to the parents because, I don't, because I'm, I'm already aware this is the consequence, I don't want to get the punishment. So the Gemara Dashan is, he comes to the other wrong. And therefore I deserve this punishment. Right? Then that's again, I administer it. He already understood that this causes this consequence, and I'm sorry about it, I don't want it to happen. Okay? There's a malcolm to, if, if, if you, what you've achieved is that the person himself realizes what he did wrong. He realizes he deserves the punishment, whatever the punishment is going to be, or he deserves whatever the, the consequence is going to be, and therefore he comes to, to apologize. And please don't do it, I'm sorry, I was wrong, whatever. Then, yes, there's a malcolm for that. But what's more important, what's more important, and this is a, a more, also something we learned by Kaddish Baruch, and this is much more important to Chinuch, and that is, there's a, a, re, a return policy after you've punished. In other words, if you punish the child for whatever you did wrong, and this is the, this is the consequence that happens to you, right? It can't be something that's okay. That's now 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 we, we, I'm not going to have anything to do with you for the rest of the day or whatever as long as it's going to be. Right? No, there's a, you've been punished. Now understand. Come and say sorry. Come and say sorry, and we'll make up, and everything will be good. In other words, a punishment doesn't come with rejection. And this we see last expression by the Egelazar. The Kodesh Bokhu can punish. And he can give serious punishments also, but punishment doesn't come with reject, rejection. The rejection is much more dangerous than the punishment because then it destroys the relationship. Right? And therefore, I try this myself, it's not easy, but it's a definitely a good idea. Whatever punishment you're going to give, you're going to make it time bound until you do this. Right? If you hurt somebody else, so now I'm going to take you took his toy, I'll take your toy, until. You come back and say sorry and, and whatever it is. You did that wrong, I'm going to put you here until whatever it is. Then it's not a, 
punishment for just for like Azafana Admoid. That's it. It's endless punishment. It has to have a goal. And you can give that person, the child, the ability what to do about it. Right? So you hurt somebody else? Okay, so now I'm going to, whatever, whatever my deterrent is going to be, I'm putting you in another room, I'm putting you, I'm going to take away your toe, because away his toe, whatever, whatever the deterrent I decide is fair, until you come into sorry, until you give it back, until you make amends, whatever the make amends is going to be. Right? Okay, sometimes the person has to think a bit more creatively exactly what to do to make amends, but whatever it's going to be, then at least then there's a way out. The punishment isn't just punishment, because then what's, what's the child meant to do? He's being punished for how long? And therefore, and then again, then it, it turns, it starts off all good, it starts off as a positive thing, which he learns, but then it becomes negative because, uh, like, especially little children don't understand the passage of time too well. It's like, so I'll never get my doll back, I'll never get my toy back, it's like I'm here forever, right? And therefore, it's important to have a second, and that is, there's like a, there's a to get out of the punishment. And the Kodesh Prophet is the same thing. Hashem punishes until we do Chuv. But Chuv is the option. The Gemara says, famous Gemara. The Gemara says that uh, even uh, if you take an example of maybe the Rosh who was the most far gone, and the Gemara talks about his Akhir, Isha bin Abuya, that he started off on the level of a Tani, and he became a Kaifer, and his Talmud Rimea told him, Why don't you do Chuv? And he said, Because Shemaitim Akhari Aparagud, I heard a Baskal, and said, Shuvu Bonim Shavivim Kutsmi Akhir. Everyone can come back to Shavu Akhir. So I decided, There's no help for me, I'm not coming back. I was told I can't come back. Now, that's pretty explicit, right? If you hear your bicycle, everybody can come back, it's just not you. Right? So then, for, what, how did Akhir, who wasn't a child, Akhir was a, a great person. How did he respond to that? Okay, so that's okay, so give up. I'll do what I like. And was he right or was he wrong? What? He was wrong. He was wrong. Now, the, the morale and others, the Sakutna and others explain, why he was wrong. Why the Pe'at Bakhulji Chivan Chodha. But we're not talking about now what the Mahalakh Chiva for Akhir would have been. The point is something else. And that is being given a message like that. That that's a finish forever. Even even a great person is going to turn him off. If you get told there's nothing for you to do, that's it. You, you you've been rejected forever. There's no there's no chiva process. So as much as the punishment was deserved, the mice the rejection is going to cause a bigger problem. And therefore, again, we're talking about a little child. So if you're going to punish, it has to be something that they don't feel this is the punishment without the end. That's a mahalik that you punish me, but there's a way out of it. You're going to, this is what happens until whatever the, the way out of the punishment is, and then it's not rejected, because then, again, and it's not, it's not until I decide to let you out. Make it consequence. Make it up to him. You hear, until you decide... Until you feel you're ready to come out and make amends, whatever the place is, then that's how long I'm going to punish you for. And then it's up to him. And if he's the kind of child who's going to be a dafkinik and he's going to scream and whoever for an hour, so I have one child like that. So every 10 minutes I go over 10 minutes, listen, I'm feeling very sorry for you. You're still screaming about it, but it's not up to me. It's up to you. Right? So when you decide you're ready to stop, well, you're welcome to come out again. But I'm, it's up to you. You decide, not me. Yes. Even if it doesn't work right away, Right? There are people that are kids that their nature is that they yeah, will fight to fight and fight. No, but at the end of the day, they will. At the end of the day, when they've calmed down enough, they'll come back and do what you told them to do. And they'll say sorry. Because it's that they for whatever it was, it took so long. So, yes, people have different natures, and some people get more like they feel that they have to fight back or they feel more. Does the word sorry get cheap? <laughs> 
It depends if it's filled. You can see how, it's, how, how what the child says, how he feels it. The point isn't you want him to say sorry. The point is he feels it's up to him. It's up to him. Just like the, the consequence of being punished was up to you, how long the punishment lasts is also up to you. And once again, where do we take this lesson from? Our Baruch How long have you got this for already? 2,000 years. More than 2,000 years. How long have you got this for already? What? But we don't have, we don't can't blame Hashem for that. Because Hashem tells a million times, it's up to you. You're there until you want to come out. You want to come out, then me, hayoyim. You can come out right now. So what? So yes, we have, we've, been, we've been in Goddess for a long time. We've suffered for a long time. And who do you blame for that? We can blame ourselves. So if I tell my child, this is the punishment. This is what you did, this is the punishment. Until, until you, you're ready to come and fix things up. It could take the rest of the day, but he knows it's his fault. He decided to stay there. He didn't, uh, you had the option. And it's important to mention that again. Right? If, if, the, if the punishment is going to be, if you do this, you go to your room, let's say whatever I would say that's a right consequence for. Okay, so put him in his room. He's there. And I doesn't want to be there, so he's crying, whatever it is. Okay? So I tell him, you, I'm keeping your room until you decide you want to fix up whatever you did wrong. Whatever it's going to be. And it doesn't help. Five minutes, ten minutes, he's still there. So what I would do is I'll go to the door and say, it's such a pity. Because we're waiting for you to come out. It's such a pity you want to stay here. Make it his, make it consequence. Make it up to them. I'm not telling you to stay there. I'm, from CD, you can come out and make you know, we can we can make things up. You understand it. It's such a pity. You're, wasting, you, you're, you're hurting yourself. And then again, the matter that is that we said the first problem is that you, you want to administer, administer some kind of system of deterrent without you being the one that's the kid or the one who's inflicting punishment, inflicting pain. No, it's, a, it's, it's what happens. You're doing it to yourself. And it's clear. I'm not angry. I'm not coming to yell at you. On the contrary, I want you to come out. Are you ready? Not ready? Okay, what a good thing. That's, the, that's the, third, the fourth point. That's the fourth point. And that is that there's a possibility. The truth is a possibility to end. It's like a not, not a limitless process. It's something which, when you're ready, when you're ready, we want you to come back again. Um, fifth point. Fifth point. And that, this is maybe the hardest one. And that is that it has to come across that what I'm doing, even now when I'm doing something which is a, a punishment that I threatened or whatever it was going to be, and I'm going to give the punishment that I threatened, it has to be coming from the point of that I'm doing this because I think it's good for the child. Right? It's not coming from a point of I'm getting you back. Right? You did something against me, then it's, like, it's, it's revenge. You did this, I did that. And that is, and therefore, which is, let's be honest, we are all people. It's often the case. Right? Because my kid's working me up too much, he's driving me crazy, or he's whatever he's doing, which is disturbing me too much, I'm going to punish him just because it, it's, it's like a way to get back at him, and I'm big and strong, and he's not. So it's easier for me to punish him than another way. Right? That doesn't work. That doesn't work. At, at least not in the sense that it comes across to something which is because you, you, you punish me because you angry because you're in a bad mood because you had a bad day because whatever else happened to you because so this is you of getting back at me we don't want that to happen it's very destructive stomach end up is very destructive for a relationship also right? what's the way to stop that? what's the way to stop that? Right? so the first thing is like I said before you can't enact new penalties on the spot for new crimes that, that's normally the case. My child does something which I'm really angry about or I'm really upset about. And then, okay, so I'm going to, that, that's just revenge. The Buddha always said that the mitzvahs of the children also. 
It's a day of Laitika Velaitita, it applies to your kids. Don't take revenge. Right? And therefore, when they do something which really gets me worked up, right? I never thought they would do it, but they did. So now when I'm on the spot, I want to invent a punishment for them. There's no chinuch there. It's not a consequence, like I said before. It's just revenge. It's awesome. It sounds like it's also, it also doesn't help. Because that's how it comes across. Right? And therefore, if I'm going to make a mahalach, it's going to always be that, uh, again, maybe a little child is hard for him to understand this, but definitely the child gets a little older, right? It's clear to him why this is what, nothing which is good for you. It's not the word of it's not good for me, it's not good for you. And I have to explain that, right? If, if, if a child wants to run in the street, I'm going back to my old question. If a child wants to run in the street, it, I'm, I'm going to stop him, and if he doesn't listen, I'm going to punish him. Because it's, because it's for his benefit or because it's for my benefit? I'm going to explain to him, it's for your benefit. I don't want you to get hurt. Of course, it's going to hurt me also if he gets hurt. But the mindset, I'm doing this for you. right? And if it's a child that uh, can't control himself, and when he gets into a temper, he starts breaking things, he starts being, so it's for your benefit that I take you out of a situation where you can't control yourself. I have to explain to him. Right? It's not good. Someone who can do wild things when they're too angry or whatever it is, I'm talking a little bit of an older child who can understand this, right? So then you want everyone to, to be scared of you, you want, you want to lose all your friends, you want not to be to be looked at as being somebody who goes crazy. No, it's not good for you. So if you don't have to calm down yourself, let's say Vasa, I'm going to take you out of the situation so you can calm down. Right? And it, again, it comes across like that. Then it doesn't come across that skill that I'm taking revenge. It's something which is doing against me, unless I'm punished and I'm paying back. Also, this is a karate of the same principle, you have to think if what you're doing isn't exactly the same thing you don't want him to do. Right? In other words, if the way that you react to the problem is exactly what the problem is, what have you gained? <coughs> I'll give you a very common martial of this. And that is, right, you tell him, I don't want you to hit the baby. Why? Because you're bigger than the baby small. So I don't want you to hit the baby because you're going to hurt him. You're bigger than he is. Fine. And if you do, I'll hit you. So what have you gained? Right, you're bigger and he's small. So you just, you, you, the same behavior you don't like in him, you're doing yourself. It's, uh, again, it's, that not, that's not a fair... Uh, in other words, that's not a consequence. It's, it's just, it's, it's a mixed message. It's, you're not telling him something which is wrong, so why are you doing it? Right? It has to be something which is, you know, this is not a good thing to do, so I don't do it either. Right. Uh, okay, that's, uh, so that's his point. And that is uh, a punishment that can't come from a point of, you know, the parents, or this is not felt that the parents are taking revenge, the parents are paying him back, the parents are, like, is sufficiently worked up that he's going to the kid let out his frustration on his child. Yeah. Parents make mistakes. Either they also have medicine and they also make mistakes and they will get up and act out of anger. Or sometimes then, this is a much more shriyatik problem, the posh got the facts wrong. They thought that that uh, Reuben hit Shimon and then really it was Big not time. the other way around. That's a very common thing. I want to talk about that uh, in a different vibe. And then how the parent plays the judge. It's a separate topic. I want to talk about it by But just on the point you mentioned right now. Parents get things wrong. If you know that you made a mistake, be quick to say sorry. You should. You have no idea how much people bear resentment for years afterwards, for the time that the parent treated them unfairly and they know it was it's unfair. And this is a useless person. If a person gets punished for something that they know they did it wrong, it might be they don't want the punishment. They might be upset about it, but they can come to terms with it. They can understand it because it was wrong. At the end of the day, I did something wrong. So they might not be happy about it, but they don't feel aggrieved. They don't feel that they're in the injustice. The feeling of injustice is a tremendously strong emotion. And therefore, if a parent feels, a child feels that the parent was wrong, or didn't, wasn't fair to me, 
got the wrong side of the story, played a double standard, whatever it was, so then there's a sense of injustice which can be carried for years. I can see his barcha sometimes. They have tainas in their parents for things that happened 20, 15, 20 years before, right? And it wasn't because the parent was right. It was for the time the parent was wrong. Uh, I don't know. If it, uh, it happens, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes, especially when it comes to judging a situation or reacting the right way. If you think we're wrong, you can say, we're sorry, you're sorry, people. We're sorry. I understand that I made a mistake. I'll try and make it up to you. We'll talk about that when we talk about how parents play judges, but uh, that's an important point. I got this one of the words I always say, Miguel says, it's, it's an amazing thing, but it's so true psychologically. <coughs> Apologies to those who've heard it before, it's worth repeating again. Um, what happens? In the final scene of the of Homan in the palace, in the second party, so Esther accuses him of wanting to kill her, and Achishverosh, in a fit of anger, gets up, he goes to the palace garden. And what happens in the palace garden? He sees the Malachim chopping down his trees. He says, what are you doing? He said, Homan sends us to chop down your trees. Homan sends you to chop down my trees? Yes. So he goes back even more angry than he came in. Right? Now, the question is, that didn't happen. Homan didn't send anybody to chop down trees, right? It wasn't true. It was Hashem sent Malachim for that. What do you need it for? Homan did enough bad things in his life. Right? If you want to kill Homan, there are enough crimes to kill Homan for. Punk, you have to make up something that Homan never did. And send Malachim to, to play the game. What do you need it for? What do you need it for? Uh, Homer wasn't such a big title. And the answer is not just this side. And that is, Hashem wanted to pay back Homer Medical and Medical for what he did. Except, what Homer wanted to do to the Jewish people was to genocide, kill them all. For what? What did they do wrong? <coughs> Nothing. There was no crime the Jewish people committed. They were Jews. That was, that's not a crime. So, had the Jews gotten killed, they'd have gone to their death with a tremendous sense of injustice. We're being killed for nothing. We didn't do a crime. We did nothing wrong. We're being killed for nothing. More than the pain of we're going to get killed is the injustice of it. It's not fair. We didn't do anything wrong. Had Homer gotten punished for the, what he did do wrong, so he would have gotten killed, but he wouldn't have had the same time. And it was that good Hashem made something happen, which Homer never did. Right? The Rakhashvarish is going to kill him for chopping down my trees, and Homer goes to the gallows, I never chopped the trees. It wasn't me. Good. That's the Oynish. That same sense of injustice that you wanted to inflict on the Jews, that's how far American negative media goes, but it's an important point. It's an important point. The sense of injustice is something a person carries for a long time. If, the, if, the, if a punishment gets punished, but the punishment is fair, even if deep down he acknowledges, I deserved it, it doesn't need that same resentment. If a punishment's not fair, then it causes, and that's the, that goes back to the stop point to start with. Yes, on the one hand, we're responsible to look after our children and, if necessary, to create deterrence for them so they don't do the wrong thing. But the important point is it's not going to cause a damage, it's not going to cause lasting damage to the relationship. And either because they feel that the parents are out to get them, they feel that the parents are not being fair, or that it's not just. I'm being punished just because I'm weak and vulnerable. And my parents are in a bad mood, or my parents are too, too aggressive, or my parents, whatever it is, has bad moods, whatever, whatever they're going to blame. Right? The way to prevent that, the way to prevent that is that. At least it has to be a system which in their eyes is fair. And there's a issue here, that's fair. Right? We're going to talk about the same thing. If you're going to have a standard, the standard applies to everybody. You can't have a standard for this kid like this and that kid like that. That's not fair. Right? If it's something which is bad, it's bad. If it's something which gets a consequence, it gets a consequence. Right? Otherwise, it's, you, have, you run the risk of, on the one hand, you're trying to, you're trying to instill a certain sense of consequence to the children that they do the right thing. But on the other hand, you tend to lose more 
if it's going to be at the relation at the expense of the relationship. The Eitzah. The Eitzah is, obviously, go to the six things quickly mentioned. I mean, partial. It's a consequence of what you did to yourself. It's therefore it's uh, consistent. It doesn't come with anger. It comes as this is cause and effect. There's a possibility. It's up to you to do the chuva, and when you want to, then it's, uh, it's not forever. You decide when you want the punishment to end. And I'm not, it doesn't come across that I'm, that I'm paying you back. I'm punishing you out of cruelty, out of anger. And uh, and it's uh, it's not it, it's ex- as much as a child placed as a child that he understands that the essence it was fair. It was Yasha. We say something about Hashem when a person no longer gets struck with a tragedy. The first thing we say is, Hashem is fair. We might not be happy about it, but we can't say it's unfair. Because the pain of, of injustice is much worse than the actual punishment which there is. Okay, there's more to talk about, but I think that's what we'll talk about for tonight.